welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah. If you are new to me, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to Virgo season. If you're watching live on Instagram, I'm so excited to have you with me. If you're catching the replay on Instagram, I'm excited you're here too. If you haven't been around for one of these um, oracle card readings for the collective at the top of an astrological season, welcome. These cards have been pre-shuffled and called forward for all of us for the highest good of everyone listening live, listening on the podcast, listening in the future. We've been prayed over and here's what has come through for us. I'm going to just hop on into the cards. The first card is what's happening right now. And I always do the same questions, same six questions every time. So what's happening right now for us? And the card that came up is new birth guarded vigilantly. With every creative process, with every new phase of our life, with every new relationship, every new beginning, there's a period of vulnerability and like wobbliness and not being great at something and something not being like fully formed in our identity yet, right? So we step into this new phase and we might feel nervous and we might feel uneasy. We might feel unsure of ourselves. And most of us, I know I do, fucking hate this part and we want to skip it. We want to get past the part where we feel insecure and we want to just jump into feeling really strong and secure and grounded in this new phase. However, this vulnerability at the beginning stages is very natural and appropriate. So just like a baby learning how to walk at the beginning, it's wobbly and it's confusing and you don't know exactly how to do it and your legs aren't that strong yet and you fall down a lot, that's normal. That is a normal, natural thing. You're gonna have some wobbly first attempts and you're gonna fall down sometimes. So right now there is something new that is being started or being birthed within you. Some new life, a new project, a new business, a new art project, a new venture, a new relationship, something new that needs your attention and your care. And it could be a new relationship, right? That needs a lot of attention and interest. It needs your gentleness. It needs your presence. It could be a new idea that you need to nurture until it's really full because that's going to um, help you act on it. But whatever this new thing is, it is going to be very meaningful for you in your life. It's Virgo season. So this new thing could also be a new behavior or a new habit or a new mindset, a new way of taking care of yourself. But whatever it is, you have to tend to it. And if it is a new habit or a new mindset, this is extra true because we all know with the new habit, it really takes a while until it's just kind of on autopilot. And during those early phases, we have to be very vigilant and very protective of not slipping back into our old habits, even if they aren't bad. It's just how it goes. It takes some time and practice to get really embodied in anything new. And so you are being reminded that whatever this new thing is, it requires you to guard it vigilantly. It has to be given a lot of tending until it's natural for you to embody this new level. So this new thing, whatever this is, new relationship, new habit, new project, new business, it is really important to your life and you're being reminded to pay a lot of attention to it during its beginning phases. You cannot be careless with this thing because it's not embodied enough yet. You can't dismiss it. You can't think it doesn't matter. It actually matters a lot. Do not allow your monkey mind to talk yourself out of like, oh, it's not a big deal if I miss a day. It's not a big deal if I don't you know, keep working on this. It is a big deal and it does matter a lot. Being careless with this thing right now is not giving it the best possible chance, the best circumstances to grow big and healthy and strong. You need this to give this thing a chance to grow and get strong before it's gonna be ready for you to share it with the world. When we put things out in the world, they need to be able to withstand criticism, scrutiny, jealousy, hiccups, frustrations, all the other things that happen when we share things with the world. We don't have to be afraid of those things. Those things exist and they are natural and they happen. What we do need to do is be aware 
that when something is in a vulnerable stage, we need to be protective of it. And like, we don't send, I was thinking about like, we don't send a baby to kindergarten on the day it's born. It spends some time at home first, getting some home training before we like share it with the rest of the world. You see, I'm calling a baby an it. This is why I don't have children, but you, you see what I'm saying? Puppies. You don't send your puppy to doggy daycare the day you bring it home. You spend time being with it, loving it, taking care of it at home, making sure that it has some training, making sure that it feels safe and loved before you share it with the world so that it has the strength to survive outside of you, outside of your little bubble. The same thing is true of our creative works and the same thing is true of our relationships. Sometimes we need to develop a relationship in a one-on-one private capacity for a little while before we start to put that relationship to the test by going public with it, for instance. So that is our job at the beginning stage. We are the parent of this newborn thing, whether it is an art project, a business, a relationship. Right now, it is our job to be very protective of it. And We won't have to do that forever. This thing will get sturdy enough to be out in the world and stand up for itself and, um, you know, move on its own. But right now, it really requires your care, your attention, and your protection. So hug your ideas and your creations and your relationships close to you right now and be protective of them, especially those that are brand new. In time, you will be able to share it out more with the world, but right now it's yours to love and to observe and to nurture and to work with. You can allow people into it, but right now only people that you trust, only people who you really believe will support you and who are holding the vibration or the frequent frequency of what you're trying to grow toward. The people who are going to support you, the people who are going to help you, the people you look up to for this thing. Those are the only people you want to let in on this new thing right now. This oracle also suggests that um, you keep your inner sanctuary pure at this time. So this is Virgo season again. So this can be about your home. It can be about your workspace. It can be about your own body, uh, the way you're feeding yourself, moving your body, practicing meditation or yoga, giving yourself time to rejuvenate and rest and relax. But either way, this inner sanctuary, whether we're talking about your body or your home, possibly both, This is just a reminder while you're trying to start something new that if you let yourself get surrounded by clutter or you have kind of messy habits with your body temple right now, it's going to be distracting for you and it's going to take away from giving this new thing or this new relationship the nurturing that it needs. So in addition to taking care of this new space um, or this new phase in your life, this new project, this new relationship, we need to remember that the best way that we can take care of anything for anyone else is by really taking care of ourselves and making sure that we are keeping our bodies and our spaces primed for success, right? Behavioral change, especially if this is a habit related thing for you, um, behavioral change is easiest when it's environmentally supported. So just putting on my life coach hat for a second, if I'm working with someone and they wanna develop a new habit, one of the first things we're gonna look at is their environmental support. Say your new habit is you wanna drink more water, I'm gonna look at like, do you have a water bottle on your desk? Do you have a cup that always lives next to your bed? Do you have a Brita filter that you always keep filled up on your desk? Like how do you set up your environment to support this new habit? So that's something that you can look at with this right now as a way to really give your all to this new venture is to set your environment and your self-care habits up for success. Going to bed on time, making sure you're getting enough vitamins, making sure you're drinking enough water, making sure your workspace isn't so cluttered that you skip out on work because your desk is too messy, all of that stuff. Big Virgo vibes here. So what are the blocks? What are the blocks to this? (sighs) Free from judgment, free to love. Um, So one of the main blocks for this is that you do not let yourself receive 
in reciprocal balance to how much you be trying to give. And I know this is true for a lot of my people. You are the kind of person who loves helping. You help others, you give a lot, and you may be a type A person who thinks you can just go and go and go and not give back to your body, and that maybe worked in school, maybe it worked in college, and it doesn't work anymore. You can also be a recovering people pleaser or a codependent and someone who has really struggled with setting personal boundaries. Um, but whatever it is, this new project, this new thing, you're coming into a stage where you are going to be working with even more people. You're gonna be giving on an even bigger level. Maybe it's your art, maybe you're gonna be sharing your art on a really big level. This is about like love on a big scale. And what this may mean for you as a block is that we can't love on a big scale if we don't have boundaries on a big scale. Our ability to give, our ability to love, our ability to share is directly proportionate with our ability to set and maintain healthy boundaries that allow us to protect ourselves. So what comes forward for me is that if this new thing is a business, there's a part of you that wants to grow your business and have more clients and work with bigger groups or communities. If you're an artist, there may be a part of you that wants to share your work with a bigger field, right? a bigger audience. But there's a part of you, a very protective, smart part that knows that if you do that, you're going to burn yourself out because right now you don't have enough boundaries in place to give on that scale, to let that many people in and you're going to hurt yourself or burn yourself out. And our systems are very smart and they will not let us go after something that is gonna hurt us, right? And our guides are very smart. We're always being protected. So we think, hey, I'm doing everything I can to get more clients or I'm doing everything I can to get a bigger audience and it's just not happening. There may be a part of you that is, it might look like self-sabotaging, but has not been letting you go after that bigger level because you just don't have the boundaries in place to take care of yourself with that many people in your field. If you can imagine you have a million followers, right? And you wake up tomorrow and you have hundreds of negative comments on something. Are you emotionally resourced enough to handle that? If the answer is no, that's the inner work that has to be done before you'll be ready to handle that. If you woke up tomorrow and you had a handful of clients who were upset with you, would you emotionally fall apart or would you be able to answer that really um, calmly in a resourced way and meet resolution? If you are trying to open yourself up to more love, would you be able to handle it if your new partner um, needed to have like a difficult conversation with you about trust and vulnerability or would you fall apart? Our system is gonna operate at a certain level. So if we do not have the boundaries in place, if we don't have the um, support in place to take care of ourselves at this bigger level, it's going to be a block. Also, if you don't take care of yourself enough and you don't take enough rest, if you don't let yourself ask for help, that's gonna be a block. This is a really common thing with people I work with. I encounter people a lot who think they have a sales problem or a marketing problem, but they actually have a boundary problem and a receiving problem. And they know on some level that they aren't ready to receive the level of success they're calling in because they simply do not have enough boundaries in place to be safe giving at that level. And they are not vulnerable enough to ask for the help they need to operate at that level. So that may be what's blocking you right now. It may also be that you just straight up need more help. You need to ask for more help. You need more help to usher this new thing into your life. But because you're not used to asking for help, because you're not used to letting yourself receive, because you tend to be like a, I'm gonna handle everything myself kind of person, which by the way is a trauma response, if you're not used to investing in yourself, if you're used to putting yourself last, if you're used to telling yourself, hey, what I need isn't important, I can defer that, you are not setting yourself up for success by allowing yourself to receive the level of help and support you need to usher in the level of success you're trying to call in. So this oracle is a confirmation that you are meant to give on this big scale. You're meant to be one of the people on this planet who's here to help, who's here to share, who's here to love others on a big level. But the universe wants you to receive in equal measure to your giving.
you have to open up. You have to soften and let others help you and let other people nurture you. And this is going to be really vulnerable because you aren't used to doing it. And also when I say you have to open up, that can mean setting boundaries. We think of boundaries frequently as a closing, but it takes a lot of vulnerability to be honest about what we are not available for. It takes a lot of vulnerability to say, no, that is not for me, or no, I will not do that for you, or no, I will not take your emotions into me. That lets people know a lot of who we are. It can be easier, right, with a certain type of past and a certain type of training. It's easier to say yes and go with the flow and just be amenable and nod and smile and not let anybody know that things bother us. So when I say you need to be vulnerable and open up, that can also mean being vulnerable and honest about what is a no from us, dog. So if you've been searching for a solution to a specific problem that you've been having, this oracle says the solution is either here or it's on its way. It's already been sorted out and it is a confirmation. You're on the right path, but in order to get the level of success you want, in order for this new thing that you're starting to be successful, you must allow yourself to receive support. You want to love and you want to love through your work. You want to make a big impact. You want to help on a really big level and you're meant to but there's no way you're gonna be able to do it if you're burnt out, if you're depleted, if your nervous system is jangly, if you're constantly on edge, if you're running yourself ragged, there is no way for you to do this by yourself. People who make a big impact tend to have a big team behind them and a lot of structures in place for their own care so that they are rested and replenished enough to keep showing up and doing the work. I also wanna add a layer of nuance in this that, um, the ability to override your nervous system and push yourself physically when you don't want to is a privilege. If you have mental health challenges, if you have physical health challenges, you cannot do that. You actually have to rest. You actually have to receive help. And that can be really hard and there can be shame around that as well. And I just want to re-emphasize for everyone that like, even if you're healthy, it's not a good idea to make your plan that you're just going to override all of your nervous system signals for safety and push yourself as hard as you can. Eventually, you will pay for that sooner or later. And there are people who don't even have that privilege to begin with and cannot override their own needs for rest and replenishment. They cannot override what they need for success, right? If you are a spoonie and you know, hey, I only have two hours of work in me for the day or like I only have four hours of work in me for a week, you're not going to be able to make the impact that you want to make without allowing yourself to receive help and support. And so I want to invite us to drop any shame that we have around needing to say no or needing to ask for help because that is what's blocking us right now from leveling all the way the fuck up, period. Next, what is the gift that's going to come into our life when we start asking for what we need and allowing ourselves to receive help and it's that we get to come to life more of us more of us gets to come to life this project this relationship whatever this new birth is that is coming through in card number one it's important but you are actually the most important project in your life you are the most sacred of all sacred artworks you are the most important thing you've got going on. By starting to receive support and help and allowing yourself to invest in support and help that you need in order to take care of yourself so that you can give on this bigger level, what you're going to find is that it gives you the courage to make some big changes. And you're gonna to start to shift into a place where your anxiety and your, they call it your monkey mind, right? Like your thoughts that run on a loop, your old thoughts, your old behaviors, your old um, scripts around self-doubt and not enough and I can't do that, I can't be that. That's gonna to start to shift and it will no longer be running the show. You're gonna be able to shift out of operating from these old habitual reactions, um, these old swirling anxieties and limiting beliefs and old stories and drop into a more sensual, creative, energetic leadership within yourself. This card is all about feeling. And 
I want to remind us that when we allow ourselves to take up more space and when we allow ourselves to have more help, when we start setting boundaries, when we start having more rest and more downtime, we're going to feel more. And that might be why a lot of us have avoided it. I know a lot of people who avoid slowing down because that's when all of their feelings show up and they've been trying to avoid that. We need to let ourselves feel more. You're going to feel everything more, right? More joy, more love, more excitement. But also you're probably gonna feel some more sadness and maybe some more anger and maybe more fear. And this happens because when we allow ourselves to slow down and receive more help and set more boundaries and life starts getting juicy, there's gonna be grief and sadness about the times in our life that we did not have these things or all of the people in our life who told us we couldn't have these things, all of the ways that we've denied ourselves these things, And that's okay. We need to allow ourselves to feel on a full, broad spectrum. And when those feelings come up, you can turn them into something through your creativity. You can make them into art. You can turn them into something beautiful. You can channel them out of you. Create the space to do that. Tell that truth too. Tell that story. Other people need to hear it. We need to spread it around. Hey, when I let myself start setting boundaries, when I let my life get good, I had to really go through some sadness. I had to feel grief. I had to feel fear. Like, what if I can't be this happy? What if it's not okay? We need to normalize talking about those things. And by you letting yourself feel them and being willing to channel that into something you can share, that's really valuable. Your value is not in never having challenging feelings. That's not it. As you start to make this shift where you are allowing yourself to receive more and allowing yourself to ask for more help and allowing yourself to have better boundaries so that you can give on a bigger scale and you start finding that more of yourself is available, that means more of you is available for your work, for your clients, for your art. More of yourself is available in all of your relationships. And if you have historically been a people pleaser or an overgiver, even though we don't always think of it this way, We don't have as much of our truth as we would like in our relationships. And that's why a lot of people pleasers feel lonely in relationships. That is why a lot of people pleasers feel like I give and give and give and no one gives as much to me as I give to them. We are habitual boundary crossers. We're crossing our own boundaries. We're giving past the scope of our own consent. Our no is a really important part of our personality that may be missing from a lot of our relationships. The people around us may not know what we really like and don't like because we haven't been vulnerable enough to tell them. The things we don't want, the things we are not okay with, the things we don't fully consent to are part of who we are. They are part of our truth. And if we have not been honest about that with others, we haven't been bringing our full self into our life and into our work. When we've been giving past what we wanna give and what we feel comfortable giving in business, this can look like, running a program that you don't want to run anymore because you don't want to tell people you're closing it. It can look like working for too cheap because you're afraid to raise your prices because you think it's going to upset somebody if you raise your prices. You are operating outside of your own consent, right? In our personal relationships, this can look like saying yes when we want to say no. It can look like agreeing to do things that we don't want to agree to or hanging out with someone way past when we're tired. That simple, I just want to go home, but we don't feel comfortable letting people know what we really want. So when you start bringing more of your full self into all of your relationships and interactions, what's going to happen is you're going to become even more magnetic and attractive to the people who are the right match for you. And that loneliness in your life, that loneliness in your business, that loneliness in your relationship is Uh, and your relationships are going to start to fade because instead of having people around that you feel like are constantly taking from you and undervaluing you, which is really a lot of times because you're operating past your consent, instead you're going to be a magnet for people who vibe with your no. People are like, hey, it's okay with me that you don't want to do that. That's fine. And you're like, oh shit, really? It's okay for me to say no? And they're like, yes. We love that for you. People who want to pay your your real prices, the prices that make you feel comfortable and safe. People who are happy with the way that you wanna do your work. And you're going to get to feel seen 
and valued for who you really are in a way that you haven't when you haven't been allowing yourself to express what you really want. You're going to feel less lonely when you ask people for help and they fucking give it to you and it's actually helpful. And then you're going to start to be like, oh, there's people in my life who care about me. There's people in my life who support me. I have a team behind this mission and I feel even more inspired now because I'm not doing everything by myself. You're going to start to light up in your life. And some people will leave. And that's okay. You might lose some clients if you raise your prices and that's okay. You might lose some friendships when you set boundaries and that's okay. And it may be why you've been afraid to do it, but the relationships that leave your life are making space for the relationships that feel more authentic to who you really are. And that is the gift that's going to come from you starting to set boundaries and allow yourself to receive more support. This leads us really well into the card about what is our guidance during this time for how we interact with others. And the card that came up is power of attraction. You're being asked to keep your heart open to what is coming towards you in your life. Keep your heart open to what is coming for you. So if you have been afraid to set boundaries and afraid to state your needs and afraid to ask for help because you're afraid to lose people, you're clinging to what's past as opposed to opening yourself up to what is coming. You have not yet met all the people who are going to love you. You have not yet met the love of your life Maybe you have not yet met your next best friend. You have not yet met most of the clients that you're going to serve in your business. You have not, you're, you're the people who are going to love your art. haven't even seen it yet. There are so many people out there for you, but you maybe historically have been so afraid to lose the people who served the old version of yourself that you're not allowing your heart to be open to who's next, to what is next for you. And that's the guidance you're being given for interacting with the outside world during this time. Open your heart to the idea that there are a lot of people out there coming for you who want to ride for you, who want to support you, who are going to love you, who are going to love what you do, who want to be part of your life, nose and all, not your physical nose on your face, but N-O, your no and all. So... There is a shift that's gonna happen in your life as a result of this time. And it is a really fertile time for you in your life, in your creativity, in your relationships. And you might not know where it's all gonna lead, but all you need to know is that it's gonna be good and it's exactly what's needed, even if some people leave. Beyond that, you don't need to control it, you can just trust it. You are a big soul. You have big dreams. And in the past, you may have worried that like you want too much out of life or your dreams are too big. And you might have been taught or conditioned to believe that you are only capable of having a small life. You're only capable of having certain types of relationships. You're only capable of a certain level of success. And that is not true. This Oracle is asking you to remember that you are meant for your dreams. I say all the time about what desire is and our relationship with desire. Your desires do not exist to torture you. Your desires show up in your life because you are meant to have them. If you are thinking about it, if you are wanting it, that's because it is for you. Your big life, your big dreams are a work in progress, just like you are. And if you are starting to work on something, this first card that came up, this new birth, if you're starting to work on something, you have this new project, this new relationship, this new thing that you want to create, and you've been feeling impatient or feeling like you want faster results or you're starting to doubt yourself, your monkey mind is showing up and starting to say, I'm not going to be able to do that. I can't have this life. This oracle is reminding you that you are doing well. Everything that is worthwhile takes time to build. You're being reminded to celebrate every success along the way, especially the small ones, and trust that you're headed in the right direction. This oracle also says that you have recently completed one cycle of manifestation and now you're transitioning into the next one. And this can be really hard, right? So back then, a while ago, at the last stop, you wanted something, 
you did a bunch of shadow work to like be like, okay, I, I really want this thing. And you got clear on it and you put out the effort and you did a level up. Maybe you already lost some people and you already made some changes. And then the manifestation came through and you feel really good about it. And like, you're really happy and everything's going good. And you're just like plugging along and then boom, all of a sudden, what the fuck? We want something else. We see the next level and we're like, oh God, now I have to go through this all again. I have to do the shadow work all over again. I have to go through my nerves again. I have to be insecure again. I have to doubt myself again. I have to have all of the nervousness and all of the fear. I have to go through all the old stories that maybe I can't have it because that's what we do every single time, right? And when we look back on our life, we can see that over and over and over again, we've been through this same little hero's journey, this same little story of wanting something, working through what it means to want that thing, going after it, having it work out or not work out, getting to the next level of life, plugging along happily for a little while, and then wanting something new and starting the process all over. But somehow we forget when we're in the fear and the doubt and in the insecurity of our level up, we forget that we've done it hundreds of times before. It's very easy to forget. So that is normal. It's normal that every time we level up and want something newer and bigger and better, it's gonna bring up those fears, doubts, and insecurities, either the exact same ones or a slight variation of them. And that's okay. That is that period of, period of vulnerability that we discussed in the first card, the wobbly period where we're like, okay, this is new and I, I don't really know if this is gonna work yet and that brings up all of our insecurities, but that's okay. It's gonna take some getting used to this new bigger phase in your life. This new thing of you having boundaries and asking for help and allowing yourself to receive and letting yourself relax more and having more reciprocal fulfilling relationships is gonna take some getting used to, especially if you've never had that before. But look back and remember, you have been through this exact cycle of manifestation before in previous phases and you have survived and it has gone okay and use that to build confidence in your ability to do it again and again and again and again because it's never going to stop there's that that meme right every new level of your life is going to require a different you that means every new level of our life requires us to die and be insecure all over again and be babies and you know it's just what happens so because this card is showing up in the as the answer to our guidance for how to deal with the outside world during this time, how we should interact with others, we need to be aware that it is our job to believe in our dreams until they're solid, even if other people challenge us or doubt us or project their fears onto us. So um, reminding you that in the new birth card and the card that came up first, um, it says like only let people in on what you're working on or in on your new relationship or your new project that you really trust or people who can help you achieve this. I always am all about being careful about who we talk to about our new shit. And that doesn't mean that we have to be paranoid, but we all know who are the people in our lives that are going to hype us up and help us and support us. And who are the people that we might not want to tell things to? Unfortunately for many of us, it's family, <coughs> excuse me, that we don't want to tell about our stuff. I know there are certain family members for me that like, if I tell them what I'm working on, they're going to give me some weird response or they're going to tell me, all of the fears that come to their mind about it or all of the things that they think of that can go wrong. And that's really not helpful. And they think they're being helpful, bless their hearts most of the time, but we really don't need that. So it is our job to be protective of this time in our life and only open up to people who are really going to support us. If there are people around you that you have to tell and you know they're not gonna support you, preempt the conversation by saying, hey, I'm about to tell you what I'm going for and what I'm working on right now, and you need to support me or don't say anything at all before you even tell them what it is. Just tell them how the conversation's gonna go. And if they start to project fears onto you and be like, oh, aren't you worried that it's not gonna work out or what about this? Shut the conversation down and let them know that you do not need that type of help and let them know that if they can't support you, you would appreciate it if they could just say nothing. It is our job 
right? This idea of new birth guarded vigilantly. We need to protect our baby while it is still in the vulnerable stage. I also want to let you know that this oracle comes with the suggestion that you are going to attract whatever and whoever is needed to complete your work, to to make this project happen, this new thing that you're trying to bring to life. You will attract whatever is needed to bring it to fruition as long as you remain open to receiving and you trust the unfolding of your life experiences. So again, that means saying yes to help, saying yes to support, saying yes to new information and not retreating or shutting down or getting scared of getting more afraid of losing the people who were there for you before than you are excited about welcoming the people who are still yet to come. This is all a part of guarding this new project vigilantly and allowing yourself to receive the support and the help you need. So the message from your higher self or your spirit guides during this time is inner trust. You need to trust yourself. Everything that you need to be successful lives inside you right now. Hold that. What does that feel like when it drops into your body? Everything you need to be successful at this new venture lives inside you right now. The more challenging that is for you to receive, if anything in you just went like, no, it's not. I need to do X, Y, Z first. I need six more certifications first. I need years more therapy to understand why I don't have boundaries first. No, you don't. The more challenging it is for you to receive, the more growth that is being offered to you right now. Your opportunity for growth right now lies inside of letting go of your need to hide yourself from the world, to let go of any doubt about the wonder that you contain inside yourself and what you have to offer. Your spirit guides want you to know that it is time for you to trust yourself Trust all of the things you've learned, all of the things you've done, everything that you are. You can trust your intuition. You can trust your own sense of things. You can trust your desire. You can trust that this new thing that you're creating, you have all of the skills to make it happen. You are good enough right now. You are ready right now. Your heart will let you know when it wants to open and move towards something or when it wants to close and move away from something and it is your job to pay attention to your heart and act on its messages and you can trust those messages. It can be difficult sometimes to tell the difference between fear trying to turn you away from something because you're anxious about it versus your heart letting you know that something isn't right for you. And jumping back to this thing about receiving and also in the first card where it said making sure you really have an environment set up, uh, your habits set up for support, alone time, rest. That's because you need to spend time alone with yourself, with your body, taking downtime and quiet time to bring more of yourself online and let yourself feel your feelings more. That is your intuitive system guiding you toward what's right and what's wrong. When fear and anxiety are factoring in, what that feels like for me is disconnect from my body. Sometimes it feels like tightness in my throat or my gut and my head racing, head racing, head racing, head racing. My intuition or my emotions telling me something is not right for me. Even if it's sad or a little heavy, it usually feels clear in my heart space and a little bit like relief. When I imagine walking away from the thing, I feel relieved. So if that helps you as a little indicator what it should feel like versus uh, when you're evaluating whether or not something is wrong for you, trying to figure out is this coming from my heart or is it my fear telling me to run? That's the difference usually for me. Fear and anxiety is more of a mental experience, whereas my heart letting me know something is wrong for me usually feels a little bit like a relief when I imagine stepping outside of it. But you need to spend time alone with your body, alone with your gut. If you're a projector, maybe you need time with your most reliable sounding board, depending on your strategy and human design. You need to ask yourself these tough questions and listen not to the anxieties in your mind or the stories that your head comes up with, 
but listen to your body for the answer and trust yourself and then find the most authentic, loving way to act on whatever answer comes up. If that means I have to leave this situation, find the most authentic, loving way to do so. If it means this is a yes for me and I need to move toward it, even though I'm afraid, find an authentic, loving way to do so. If that means you have to ask some people for help, again, that's what you need to do. This oracle is your spirit guides telling you, you know what you're doing. You have enough wisdom. You have enough intuition. You have enough skills already to be able to put yourself out more fully into the world. And it is time for you to take the steps to unhide yourself. Again, even if you have no idea what's happening at the broader level or where it's all going, even if you can't quite see the big picture yet, you still have the inner wisdom and the intuitive abilities to take the next step and navigate your way toward what you want. And it is time for you to do that. If you've been thinking about taking a leap of faith, doing things differently, whether that's in your personal life or your work, if you've been thinking, hey, it's time for me to set some boundaries, it's, been, it's time for me to invest in some help, um, this oracle is, it's time to trust your instincts and go for it. Things in your life are shifting right now. That came up in the last card too. Things in your life are shifting right now. And you can take advantage of that shift and really quantum leap into a fully new level of consciousness, experience, life experience, success, if you lean into it. This is not a time for self-doubt. It is not a time to play small. It is time to tap into some courage and maybe even a little daredevil energy and take a step, whether that's a big step or a small step, into the future that you feel in your heart is calling you forward. We're about to go deep. Are you ready? Here we go. What is the final, the guidance for bringing this process into a practical manifestation in your life? And the card we got is visions of life beyond death. And this card is really interesting because it can seem a little mysterious and esoteric, but I actually think it's like a dick kick. I think it is very clear cut. An old version of you has to die for a new version of you to be born. And when we think about death, when we think about loss, when we think about mortality, the gift of what thinking about mortality really does for us, what experiencing loss really does for us, is it allows us to get very clear very quickly about what's important and what's not. I've talked before and talked pretty regularly about living very close to mortality. I've lost a lot of people in my life and one of the biggest gifts I feel that has come from having lost a lot of people is that I tend to live very close to mortality. I rarely let myself forget that tomorrow is not promised. And living close to that allows me to be very clear on what really matters and what doesn't. What is a mountain and what is a molehill? I am not out here trying to stress myself about shit that is not going to matter in a month. I don't have time because this is not promised. It may be that there were a lot of things in the past that you made a really big deal of and you're starting to realize now those things are just not that big a deal anymore and they don't need to be treated like they are. Maybe your old stories about who you are, you're like, oh, I really put a lot of stock in that old story, but the truth is I just don't have to anymore. I can just stop. I can just stop making that story a big deal and it can be that simple. Sometimes it really can be that simple of a shift of like, oh, I'm not going to give that narrative any more weight. This narrative I have that says people are only going to like me if I say yes to doing whatever they want. I'm just not doing that anymore. And we just change it. Sometimes it is that fucking clear cut. Similarly, there may be things that you have shoved down and have suggested are not a big deal that it turns out really are a big deal and really do need your love and attention. Like for instance, your needs and boundaries. Maybe you've spent a lifetime telling yourself a story that the things you need are just not that important. And now you're like, wait, no, they fucking are. This is what's really important to me. And I'm sick of acting like it's not. Knowing these things doesn't make loss any less painful, but it helps us get clear on transformation. There are things that you need to let go of right now and things that you need to hold on to to step into this new phase of your life. And I want to encourage you to get really clear 
on what is important and what's not so that you can move towards your heart's desire, so that you can tap into this inner trust, what's important and what's not. It doesn't always have to take years and a bunch of therapy. One of the downsides to this idea of like a healing journey is that then we get really attached to the identity of ourselves as healing. It doesn't always have to be that dramatic. It doesn't always have to take forever. Sometimes things take a while and that's okay, but we don't always have to go into therapy and spend a lot of time getting really clear on why we feel the way we feel. Sometimes we can just decide to not do that shit anymore and just change it. Sometimes, maybe it's possible. Sometimes it can just be as simple as imagining your life from the perspective of your deathbed and asking yourself, do I wanna look back and say, I spent my whole life holding myself back to please other people because of my mom and her narrative, because of my dad and his story, because of what these other people did or didn't do, because no one from my neighborhood does stuff like that, because no one who looks like me does stuff like that, because no one in my family has ever done it before, because somebody in second grade said I sucked at singing and so now I'm not gonna put an album out? Like, do I wanna look back at the end of my life and say I spent my whole life holding myself back because of what I was afraid of Or do I wanna look back and say, I was afraid, but I went after what I wanted no matter what, and I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished. That can be a very inspiring and a very sharp thing to look at, but I think more of us need to look at it. Do you wanna look back and say, I spent my whole life making other people happy and it cost me my joy and it cost me my identity and it cost me my dreams? Or do you wanna look back and say, I pissed some people off, but I really rode for myself. I really rode for my dreams. I really went hard for what I believed in. If I were to die tomorrow, would I feel like I lived my life fully? Would I be happy with what I had done? These questions cut deep and quick and that's the point a lot of people live like they have forever and it's a mistake so if you've been living like you have forever to go after your dreams like you can do it next year or the year after that or the year after that and you look back and it's been years and you still haven't gone for that shit and you have the same insecurities and stresses and fears now that you had five years ago you need to remind yourself that this all goes by really fast and it could be gone in an instant. And that can be morbid or it can be a gift. And that's the gift of this line of thinking. That's the gift of mortality is to remind us to get very clear that we do not have forever and living like we do is a mistake. It's also mad disrespectful to ourselves and to creation. If you've been in a stagnant period, or you've had like a lot of questions about your life path and whether you should take action, whether you feel like you should go for something, if you feel like you've been in a slump, this card is an oracle that there's hope. You are being shown a way out of stagnation and you're being offered a chance to see things differently and more accurately. The vision that's coming to you right now, this new way of looking at things might be a little shocking and it might surprise you when you get really clear on what's important to you and what isn't, you might be like, damn, I didn't expect that answer to come to me. If you've heard of people talking about like, oh, I had an accident and this is the first thing that came to my mind and I changed my entire life path. I got very, very clear on what was important and what wasn't. I left my marriage. I moved across the country. I closed my business and started a new one. I quit my career that I went to grad school for, right? People talk about that a lot. It can be really shocking when this news comes to us of like, oh, this thing I really thought was my whole identity, but I had a sinking suspicion that I was compromising myself to be in it. I just got very fucking clear that this is not the right path and I changed it. So this truth can be shocking to you, but it will be truthful. And because it is truthful, it will be freeing. It is worth the moment of shock or the moment of embarrassment of having to go and be like, hey, you know, I I took out $100,000 of grad school loans to do this and I dropped out while I was writing my thesis because I just realized I don't fucking care about this shit anymore. That might be embarrassing, that might be awkward, but don't let sunk cost fallacy keep you from living your truth. When you realize you've been operating under false assumptions or deluding yourself about the truth of your situation, that's fine. 
those moments will pass and there's nothing to feel bad about. You were operating with the best tools you had then and now that you have new tools and new information, operate with the best tools you have now. These changes, these feelings of shock or embarrassment or loss or grief, they are just signs that you're leaving behind your old worldview, your old way of being for a more expansive one. They are a sign that you are shedding this old vision of your life in order to live a bigger vision. And that is good. This is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing for a snake to shed its skin. And it's not a bad thing for you to shed an old identity. That is maturation and that is growth. There is grief in growth and that's okay. Again, we can't avoid difficult feelings. We shouldn't want to avoid difficult feelings. They are a gift. We incarnated into this meat suit with this really wide range of emotions. We can't try to avoid all of the ones that suck. We need to feel all of them. It is part of what's leading us toward the life we're here to have. So whatever it is that you're afraid is going to happen when you start living your truth, um, Whatever it is that you've been worried is going to happen, this oracle also wants to remind you that you are being protected. You are being held in life. This thing you're afraid of, it's not going to kill you. It might suck, but you're going to be fine. You will prevail and you will be successful. Going through a death might suck, but it's not going to be fatal. If there is something you've been telling yourself about the reason you can't share more of yourself, set boundaries, leave relationships, put yourself out there, share your truth, share your art, be bigger in life. This oracle is letting you know you don't need to worry about that shit. The universal mother does not just have eyes in the back of her head. She has eyes in every living cell on the planet and she doesn't miss anything. She's going to watch your back. She's going to make sure that you're okay. You will be safe to be yourself and put yourself out there in the world. This oracle is asking you to shift perspectives. Look at the issues that concern you a little bit differently. Look at these fear narratives that spring up, this monkey mind, these anxiety stories that come up a little bit differently. And if you don't know how, I suggest you use just the simple practice of when you start going down that thought spiral, ask yourself a mortality question. Ask yourself, if I died tomorrow, would I be happy I said yes to this opportunity? If I were to die today, would I be sad that I didn't do this thing? If I ask myself, am I going to care about this next year or in five years or in 30 years? And the answer is no. You probably don't need to waste your whole day being upset about it right now. Drop into more of living on that razor's edge of mortality. Does this really matter in the grand scheme of things? Is this really how I want to spend my life? Yes or no? Trust that if you keep acting on the yeses, that's going to lead you to building a life that you're proud of. And again, you don't have to know how it's all going to play out in the end. But you can trust that if every time you ask that question, am I going to care about this in five years? Yes. All right, then care about it. No, then let it go. If you do that, you can trust you're going to build a life that's aligned with your truth that you're fucking proud of. This oracle is also letting you know that you're coming into a greater ability to perceive what's true, not what you're afraid of, not what you're insecure about, not what other people have said, not what makes the most financial sense, just what's true and move in the direction of that truth, your truth, so that you can share who you are, share your vision, share your art, share your creativity, share your personality with the world. That's what's important. That's what you're here to do. You did not incarnate into a body to please none of these hoes. I asked for a shadow card for this. What is the shadow that makes it difficult for us to claim who we are and what we want, set boundaries, receive help, ask for what we want, share ourselves with the world, live according to what we really want and what's, according, what's important to us. And the shadow that came up is reclaim. And this card talks about how you have to reclaim your right to be imperfect. You have to reclaim your right to be imperfect. You have to reclaim your right to disappoint people. You have to reclaim your right to do things wrong and to be messy. 
You have to reclaim your knowledge that you are a perfectly imperfect little mammal. That is what you came here to be. You did not come here to be everything to everyone. You did not come here to try to achieve perfection. Perfection is for gods, not for peoples. So you came here imperfect with your own gifts, with your own calling on your life, with medicine on your heart, with your own truth, with your own skills, with your own inner wisdom, with your own knowing. And you were born into a world, into a culture that does not encourage that, that wants us all to be the same and think the same and act the same. And we all have a lifetime of training that says we're too weird, we're too different, we're too out there, we're too this, we're too that, we don't look right, act right, sound right, we want too much, we can't, blah, 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 blah. The reclamation that's required right now is who you were when you were a little kid when you were so close to the spirit realm, when you were so close to who you came here to be, where there was no rule book for your personality, you need to reclaim who you came here to be, not other people's narratives of what your life is meant to be. We are frequently drawn to places and people and experiences, music, shows, sounds that are giving us little clues on like a cellular level that our logical mind can't understand. Little clues toward where we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing. Tap into those right now. Follow your intuition. Trust your desires. Follow the things you're interested in. Reclaim Even just in setting boundaries, a great process in setting boundaries is really reclaiming what do I like? What shows do I like? What foods do I like? What time do I like to go to bed? What kind of drinks do I like? What do I like in my space? What do I like to do during the day? Who do I like to be around? What do I like? And let that, let that pleasure be your guide toward reclaiming more and more and more of who you really are, which will naturally mean saying no to some other things. That's okay. That's that flip side of the coin. That's perfect. Reclamation can feel lonely and it can feel like there's a lot of doubts and questions because no one can give you guidance on who you are besides yourself. These are questions you only you can answer. Only you know what you're meant for, what you're made for, what you desire. You're the only person who has answers to these questions. And sometimes it's going to mean that you spend a little bit more time alone getting to know yourself. Make that sexy, make it fun. Take yourself out on dates. Keep a little journal of your likes and dislikes, especially if you're a recovering people pleaser and you really struggle to know what your authentic yes and no is. It's time for you to reclaim more of your personality, more of your truth, more of your authenticity so that you can bring it forward into your life. All right, there we have it. And I think that that's also, as I'm thinking about it, really perfect for Virgo season because all the Virgos I know are a little bit persnickety and they like what they like and they like it a certain way. And if you move it, they're like, no, I actually like all my cups over here in this order with like the handles of the mugs on this side and the, the front of the coffee mug needs to face out. And I, I actually like all my paper to be stacked a certain way. So a little like lean into some of the persnicketiness of Virgo and don't be embarrassed to be like, uh, you put the mug in the cabinet wrong. Um, I'm just thinking about my best friend, a stripper's guide and her Virgo-ness. Love her. Okay. That's what I have for you today. Um, I'm going to throw this out there in case you have not seen me talking about this for days and days. Elemental Launch Alchemy is open right now. It is a four week done with you program on live launching. I'm going to teach you how to sell a product or a service. It works for either online. It's not great for B2B. I will be very clear about that. Um, Not if it's a B2B service, but if you're pitching like HR departments in corporate privately, not great for that. But if you're going to be selling publicly on social media, through email, through a podcast, through YouTube, any live selling that you're going to do of a product or a service, it will work amazingly for. It is a four week live done with you experience. We're gonna meet a bunch of times from August 30th to September 22nd, ending on the um, equinox. And 
I'm going to teach you a brilliant live launch formula that you can use over and over and over again. So if this new thing that you're creating is a product, a service, a business, is some art that you want to sell, that you want to share with the world, but you don't know how, and you're being encouraged to ask for and accept and receive help, I want to help you. Um, and if you've been holding yourself back and thinking, I don't need to learn how to sell yet because maybe I'm not good enough yet. Maybe I'm not ready yet. Maybe I don't have enough skills yet. Maybe I need to do more training in my skill set first. No, you don't. You have something in you that you know you're ready to offer, then I am ready to help you sell it. The pricing for Elemental Launch Alchemy, the early bird pricing ends today. The price is going to go up by $222 at midnight. So right now, Elemental Launch Alchemy is $567 and it goes up to $789 tomorrow. This includes four weeks of live classes and co-working labs. You will have access to all of the replays forever, but there's also swipe files, templates, tarot card spreads, a bunch of beautiful things that are going to help you that you can use every single time you do a live launch over and over and over again. If you have questions about it, click the link in my bio, go check it out. If you're listening to this on the podcast, the link is going to be in the show notes. If you're even considering that you might want to do it, go look at it now before the price goes up tomorrow. I hope that this reading was resonant for you. If it was, I would love to hear about it. Let me know in the comments. Uh, If you're listening to this on the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, share, let your friends know that you listen to this podcast, Uh, screenshot it and post it on Instagram and tag me and I will reshare you. I always love knowing that y'all are following these readings, but also listening to everything else that's on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.